Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 24. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. You know, sometimes I... move on just just run the social tag just run the social tag if you love cigar city radio and we really hope that you do you can subscribe to the show on itunes stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts we encourage you to leave a review in the itunes store and share the show with your friends you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter at cigar city radio and you can email us at cigar city radio at gmail.com Big thanks to everybody who came out to our Noche Buena party at South by Southwest. It was a grand success. Very well attended. Awesome time. Uh, big thanks to Rachel and Stay Gold. Also, th- special shout out to the real MVP of the night, Grace, our sound engineer. She was phenomenal. Fantastic. Yeah. We had, you know, f- ended up being 14 bands of. Yeah. Well, it was her and Luke. Luke yeah, did yeah, yeah, shout, yeah, yeah. Shout also out to Luke incredible. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Grace was there for the bulk of the night, especially when things were getting interesting towards the end, and she really held it down. The sound was phenomenal, uh, and it was just an, a great time. You know, big thanks also to, of course, all the bands for performing. Uh, we got nothing but great feedback from everybody in the audience about all the bands. Yep. Um, it was and a, also thanks to Fax Douglas for showing up and surprise poeming the fuck out of our heads. Yeah, yeah. The the legendary Fax Douglas. We we weren't hip until the end of the night, but by the end of the night, we were hip. He was a fixture of the Chicago area music scene, and he would begin shows with poems that he wrote directly inspired by the bands that uh, he was writing the poems for and i mean he's done this for the arctic monkeys for uh the flaming lips for you know passion pit pavement like so many bands spoon like you can just go down the list of uh, amazing bands that have been uh memorialized through the great poetry of thax douglas and uh, he came out to our show uh, totally unexpected and did a couple poems for some of the bands that were performing and really he stuck around like pretty much the entire night and, and was, he rocked it yeah, yeah he was rocking harder than anybody in the building and people were rocking pretty hard that night so um, big shout out to him for coming out and, and supporting us and shout out to you if you came we really appreciate it uh, we're going to be doing another one next year and we've also got some other Noche Buena parties around the country announcements coming soon Our guest on this episode is Brian Bell, guitarist from the legendary band Weezer, and also the frontman for the band The Relationship. The Relationship has a new record coming, Glada Obscura, which Brian talks about in this interview, and their single Break Me Open is available now. For more information and tour dates, head to therelationshipband.com. So here it is, episode 24. Also Thank now you. here at South by Southwest with yeah. the relationship. That's correct. It's just an awesome band. Thank and you. And I much. feel like I leading up to South by Southwest, I saw the relationship like on every flyer. Cool. 
Like, oh. you know, it's like you guys are doing so many shows. You saw the here name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good to know. No, I haven't seen the band yet. I'm trying uh, to catch well, one of the Well, that's sets this one week. reason that I personally like the name, the relationship, is that uh, it's one of those band names that you can see it once and it's like you remember it. Yeah. With so many other band names. I personally forget the name as soon as I hear it. Yeah. Um, if you have to ask twice, you have I feel to ask like twice, yeah. you know, it's not a good one. But yeah. uh, it, it is a very powerful word when you think about it. Um, and it works for us and it works for the music that we're making. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of letters. There's a lot of letters. <laughs> it's a long name. It's a long yeah. name. Yeah. So we have to live with that. But I, I like the... Um, the positives more than the negatives to it yeah yeah for sure so um when did you get into town how long have you been in austin got in uh yesterday afternoon around three. First yeah. show was about two hours after i landed mm-hmm. and um that was like stepping into the fire yeah know? right um, all the energy of south by southwest the energy, it just almost it was a good thing to not know it to, to to not have have absorbed the energy yet to just step into it cold yeah um it was as good as performance as you could possibly imagine for, for that situation. For, for being two hours I'm, I'm off I'm proud the plane. of my, my band for pulling it together and everyone involved, yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and the audience, too. The audience energy was great, and uh, um, it was great to see some familiar faces in the yeah. audience. Where did you play at? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true rock star it answer. Was, right well, I know, it's not, not, I'm not like to be that, um, you know nonchalant or whatever but um it was an outdoor it's one of those names that probably have a play, like clubs like a, yeah it goes in one ear and out the other well that's the thing it's yeah. like that's kind of with south by it's like i don't even know where we're going next you know it's like there's so much going on i know we that, played barracuda oh, that venue. night because that's a great name yeah yeah but um there's yeah. a lot of venues here with great names like Barracuda, yeah. mm-hmm. the Mohawk, you know, just a lot of yeah. cool spots. Uh, Emos. Emos, yeah. That's still, that's still around, right? Yeah. Cheer Up Charlie's is another great name. So the relationship, new single, Break Me Open, which we were just listening to actually in oh, here. Cool. Is awesome, awesome track. I Thank love you. the like the psychedelic vibe. None of it was planned or premeditated as far as the kind of vibe uh, or sound we were going for. It was just, um, really, these songs are originally written on an iPhone recording with acoustic guitars. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's about crafting the song first and then going to the studio and, and filling it up. And uh, um, doing the bridge section, I had the melody, and my voice to me wasn't sexy enough for <laughs> the part. So yeah. I... I I was like, what it needs is female vocals yeah. as, as an instrument, you know? Um, it's almost as if, you know, uh, you hear, like, what it needs really is an oboe, uh, a certain timbre. Um, and um, I'm really glad I did that because I've been getting some Serge Gainsbourg um, comparisons for that section of the song. Really? And, and, I, and I'm very thrilled about that. That definitely wasn't my intention to get that comparison, but uh, I, I like it. Yeah. So now, do, for the relationship, are you writing all the tunes, or do you guys oh, write together? I, well, I co-write. Um, definitely have uh, everyone's input. Uh, it makes better music. Yeah, and, that's true. Uh, um, deeper music, and uh, everyone has some has a, uh, some contribution to to play in the overall sound. Some some of these songs were solely 
my song that I would bring into the band and others I co-wrote with a guy named Luther Russell. Oh, right on. Yeah. Right on. And then, so this is the first single from the album that's coming out, right? Is, or This is the first single that, yeah, I think yeah. so. And then we did two videos so far for the first song off the record, which is now, I can now say what the name of the record is. It's Clara Obscura. Um, it's a fictional female with a yeah. name that means clear and obscure. Um, and <laughs> it's a nice uh, mashup. It's a nice things. mashup yeah. and uh, depicts a lot of girls I know. And um, also the sound to me of the record was not necessarily clear and obscure, but light and dark. Yeah, there was, there was some there was some darkness and and also wanting to come out of the darkness into the light and that's kind of what Break Me Open is all about. Um, yeah, which, but which we also have a song yeah. called Missing, and uh, which we've just shot a video for, and we shot a video for Break Me Open, and we're about to shoot a video for a song called Without Me. Wow, which is coming to the realization that uh, someone is just fine without you so you're saying without me you know your life yeah. goes on without me yeah yeah i've heard a lot of without you songs but not a without me song yeah that i know of no yeah that's yeah. true yeah, yeah. like because yeah you could people can be fine without yeah and it's coming to yeah. that <laughs> coming to grips with that yeah you know that the that things can go on without you is things like, can go on without you so you're saying life goes on without me that's awesome because life doesn't necessarily go on so well without you sometimes yeah yeah man i can't wait to hear that <laughs> thank you i'm stoked for this record when, <laughs> oh good I'm, like, glad, I'm glad uh, yeah. i'm stoked for people to finally get to hear it i've uh it's been finished since july oh. and uh just waited for the right time to release it yeah yeah um and yeah because this is the first relationship record since what like 2010 yeah 2010 2010 yeah, yeah. when I, I still love the first relationship record it's um very organic uh more acoustic guitar based mm-hmm. um and, and 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 it holds up when i hear it i'm i'm very proud of that record too yeah absolutely so this one you're you going to let loose a little bit a little more a little more rock and roll Cause well break me open definitely break me open does is definitely rock well, it it has both elements like it does have um i mean it have strings on it too yeah there's a song called hawthorne that is um, another fictional story, and I, I thought of it like a guy who lives in Hawthorne, which isn't necessarily a hip part of Los Angeles, and, and, yeah. and um, um, nobody's you know chomping at the bit to live there. But this guy, he, he lives there, and he's trying to convince one of those hip east side LA girls to come live with them and then it's by the close to the ocean and and uh and the, the big selling point is that it's where the beach boys are born all right so on. I wanted to sound beach boysy um and I brought in a um string arranger who used to play with the beach boys in the 70s wow. named Elmo Peeler and he was uh the touring member of the beach boys uh when Brian Wilson stopped touring yeah so he would play all of Brian Wilson's parts oh that's awesome and he is an amazing uh, musician yeah we yeah. actually just caught brian wilson this past year at Northside festival uh-huh. in brooklyn he was doing the uh pet sounds like anniversary right. album and uh it was an amazing show but what was really disappointing was that he actually had somebody else singing a lot of the like cool brian parts you yeah. know because he i mean it's hard to reach that register of yeah vocal that he's well doing. at least he knows that he can't yeah and and his his um his uh limitations um, you know, he's the the genius who created it all. Yeah. 
So it, how do you juggle all this stuff that you're doing? Because I mean, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, I feel like you're constantly put, coming out with something, whether it be you know with the relationship. Yeah. Or, well, Weezer's know. releasing a song today called "Feels Like Summer." Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, if I had been on the interwebs, I probably yeah. You probably would have seen it. Or, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I guess it leaked on some Russian website like before the the day before or whatever. Oh damn. Uh, but yeah, we're we're uh, Weezer's releasing. That today, and we're uh, debuting it at South by Southwest live tomorrow, and right then we're on. gonna play on Jimmy Kimmel on Tuesday for for television. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're gonna go basically straight from Austin to what, up to, to Los to, Angeles. To Los Angeles back. Well, to, actually, back to I have a show with the relationship in San Antonio on Sunday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's so I'm cool. going actually from San Antonio to Los Angeles to to be to you be know. on Kimmel. Well, to just to like. I can't say I'm going from Austin to Los Angeles. Yeah, it would yeah. not be true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's just wild that you're able to like be in two awesome bands at the same time. And it's very you know. well, you know, it's a luxury to be able to do this. Yeah, um, and because Weezer affords me to, and and that um, Weezer is not working as hard or long as many days of the year as um, we could be. But uh, because everyone has families and everything, that's just kind of the way the way we've structured it. Yeah. So there's there's time in, in the way we structured it to for me to do something like the relationship. Yeah. But I don't want to. I'm not looking to fill 365 days of the year with playing and, and touring or anything like that. Yeah. Do you just do you spend a lot of time with your family or? Um, well, my family. Uh, what would that be? I, I mean, don't know. My, my you, parents? You t- no, no. You tell yeah. me. What's your, uh, <laughs> I mean, do, do you, have you have you settled down, so to speak? Uh, I guess I'm. I'm still looking to settle down. If that's <laughs> an answer to that. No, I don't. Have, I'm not married. Um, I don't have any kids yet. But the rest of the guys in, in the rest Weaver. of the guys are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that that actually affords me some time to to yeah. go out and do. But having two yeah. bands and you know it's basically like I have some children I have to take <laughs> watch out for. Yeah, you, know? you got to take care of them. Yeah. And yeah. When's the new relationship album coming out? April 18th. April 18th. Yeah. Got to get confirmation Yeah, from Kevin, had to get right? confirmation. <laughs> yeah. April 18th yeah. and so you got a bunch of videos that you're shooting for it. We got two yeah. in the can. Uh we got one more. Thank you. An option of power bars. Um <laughs> Is yeah. there like a particular like kind of creative direction you're going with the videos on this one? Or well, kinda... the first video, I what I've learned, I've learned so many things from being in Weezer and, and seeing how uh, things work and not and don't work. Um, and one of the things I've always learned, and Weezer's been a very successful at, at videos. Yeah, and, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I've got this from Rivers. Is the first video needs to be performance video, sure, like Undone the Sweater song. So. I was very adamant about that our first video needs to be performance. So it, basically a video is an advertisement of what this band is. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Um, yeah. So it is a performance video, and it's very simple but, but very uh, unique. I've never seen anything like it, and uh, I think it's going to be highly effective for us. That's cool. Those yeah. are some of my favorite videos, man. I just, yeah. like, just want to see what the band looks like what the when v- band playing. looks like. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's distracting when there's too much imagery yeah. for a song, yeah. honestly, I think. And... and uh, a little corny if there's a storyline. Yeah, you know? unless the song really calls for unless it. Unless the like... song really calls for it, but I think the music itself should and the lyrics should kind of evoke that um, storyline. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. they do say, you know, video killed the radio star, so, I mean, too much imagery <laughs> Too much imagery be... is that necessary, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're just overstimulated this day, these days anyway. Yeah. There's know. so much There's so much to distract us, you know. We're yeah. all constantly buried into our phones. That, it's it's you know. And even, yeah, and, and I've noticed that I've, 
I got an iPhone for the first time this last year. I've noticed that I've read a lot less. Uh, like actual actual books. books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and, I'm, and I, I don't like that. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's not fun. It, <laughs> not, did, did you read? Cool. Do you read a lot like on the road? I used to. Yeah. Uh, before the iPhone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I used to. You know, on the road, it's harder to read for me than being at home. That's really? one reason I like to be at home longer because I, I just feel more like I'm getting my routine and I have my piano at my house and um, it's hard to practice the piano and and, and on the road and because uh, uh, a grand takes up a lot of room. Yeah, you can, it's um, hard hard to fit that. Hard right? to fit that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. It, I think maybe because we're constantly moving, I'm more distracted, and 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 reading is something I need to be less distracted. From, yeah, you kind of need to sit and really yeah. focus on something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it can be tough. Like I, I, when I read a book, I like to go through and like really, really read it beginning to end in as quick as of a time as I can. Because if not, yeah, oh, I savor it. You, yeah, I savor it. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm the opposite because I think like, it took me a year to read Les Misérables or something. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe, maybe half a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, if I if I do that, it's like you know, with all the other stuff I got going on, it's like I forget what the story is. Oh, yeah. You know, I forget That's like true. key details. Get a p- but get I, a point there. I guess it depends on the book too. You know? Yeah. Because there's some some things that just it's impossible to read in a few sittings. Yeah. You, know? you just, you just want to. I like to absorb things and take it in. Yeah. But it's also. How I work, I guess. My mind works. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how yeah. it is. So where did you record this this new record? Uh, we recorded a really neat studio in. Um, North Hollywood, California, called Valentine Recorders, and um, we were weren't necessarily the guinea pig band, but we were one of the first uh, bands to record there. And it uh, was a friend of ours who was a record producer named Nick Wajadouin, I think is how you pronounce his name. It's a French last name. He's, yeah. he's from Mont- uh, he's from Quebec City, uh, Canada, and he bought this studio. Um. In fully furbished with uh, vintage gear and uh, shag carpet that hadn't been changed. Nothing's been changed or touched since the 70s. Oh, wow. Um, and the room is huge. Um, it's as large as like a room at like, I call it Ocean Way, but I don't think it's called Ocean, like United Recorders. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of the bigger recording studios in Los Angeles. So it's amazing room sound. Uh, the vibe is great. I personally like clinical lighting when, when we're making a record as opposed to like mood lighting. Okay. You just like I'd like to, to get bright. into maybe mood lighting with actual candles someday. Okay. Um, I, I'm starting to get more into the element of fire, but, um, that I kinda, do. I kind of scares me the way you said that. <laughs> well, this controlled element that you can control it is, is is I think there's something that, that sparks something in your brain with, with, with fire. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to um, so just lights to, to just lights yeah. yeah but I do like um, th- this room um, it had it was very yellow and, and brown in tones and very bright and and uh, um, I could think very clearly in it so so when you when you record do you come yeah. in like or for this record in particular did you come in with all the songs just ready to go I did construct the songs um, for the most part uh pre going in the studio because your you know studio time is expensive and sure, you want to sure. know what you're doing and i had a good idea of what songs worked and uh and and putting them in the order and that's one thing that um is upsetting about streaming and and people having the ability to shuffle your songs yeah when it took uh 
equally as long time to get the order right because I'm going to tell the story a certain way yeah, and, absolutely. And, 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 and take your emotions through a journey as opposed to uh, computers like uh, yeah. algorithms to, to take you through this journey along with putting us with another band that somehow fit the same algorithm. Yeah. But however people get to hear the music and maybe get to experience the record from front to back the better we yeah. have pressed vinyl so uh it is a side a side b cool yeah cool well that that's the cool thing yeah. is like you know vinyl's making this big resurgence now and that's yeah. one of the things i really appreciate about it is that when you listen to a record you have to put it on well that's true it's, it, it's, it's, it's it's a uh visceral experience but it's more than that it's it's our attention span it doesn't ask too much attention for someone to listen to one side at a time yeah take a little break and turn it over um, and that break is important. People don't realize that. That, that break like, is important. That like min- even even just yeah. that minute of rest to flip yeah. a record is to like flip a, a record. Thing. Uh, use the restroom, and then refocus, regather. Um, gets lost. It is a lot to ask for somebody to listen to ten songs for you know whatever thirty five forty minutes uh, without a break. Yeah. Um, I can do it sometimes, but it's even hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's hard for everybody yeah, with our. Okay. It's like our shor- our intention spans <laughs> are getting shorter and shorter. But we we must we must exercise uh, the capacity to to str- lengthen our, our our attention span. I think, or yeah. us as as a species are going to um, be so distracted we don't accomplish anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm amazed that people accomplish anything these days. <laughs> I too, actually. Yeah, like it, it boggles my yeah. mind. Boggles my mind. So, yeah. uh, so you're here at South by Southwest, and you, as yeah. you said, you got in yesterday. Uh, what's the, what's the rest of the week looking like for you? Because, like I said, I saw you. I saw the band on a lot of bills for this week. So I feel like so. We got, I think I have. We played two shows. We have six more. Six more. <laughs> uh, I don't know necessarily all at South by. I know one is in San Antonio, and then uh, two shows with Weezer. I think tomorrow I'm playing four shows, with about, you know, including everything. Oh my gosh! In so, one day, but today's off and just an interview. So I'm, I'm, I, I had a great night's sleep. I feel I actually feel really good and in like uh, that's important. Um, very clear today. Yeah, it's it's important. We were talking about that the other day. Like when you first get here to South by, you got to take a got to take it easy on the first day. You got to take it easy, honestly. I think every day because it, true that um, if you're performing. Because that's where your energy should be reserved for. Yeah, um, that's why you're here. You, you worked hard to get here, and it's um, you take advantage of this moment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we are. Uh, our podcast is actually usually based out of Tampa, Florida. That's where we're all oh, from. Oh, neat. Love so, Tampa. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you. You know, I know Weezer's been there a bunch of times. Uh, I yeah. don't know if the relationship has, or if we you're have once. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was a very uh, under uh, attended poorly promoted show but uh, sorry to hear uh, that sounds good it happens uh, has nothing to do with tampa yeah, yeah. hopefully not no. <laughs> my little cousin was 15 at the time okay. and i took her to the first concert i ever went to with her uh-huh. to see panic and weezer this year uh, it was last year okay yeah oh right okay and uh after panic left there was, well, like, it was less than a year ago it was last year okay. ago, yeah, but it was last year. Yeah, I got it. Uh, after Panic left, there was some kind of exodus from the crowd from the young girls that didn't know Weezer. Weezer they weren't right, hip right. to it yet. Right. Um, I thought it was absolutely amazing that a crowd of people in their 30s and 20s 
were louder than an entire stadium full of 12 year olds <laughs> and that makes me sing for rock and roll oh, cool and i appreciate yeah. you guys so much yeah. for being able to do that well that was a great experience um to go out on tour with them and and, and kind of an eye-opener to see um what a younger the new generation kind of responds to and uh and i know um you know is is not really that secretive that that panic was using some some backing tracks um but they're also great players and 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 their sound it was sound was fantastic um and i noticed i was looking around because i wouldn't would go watch them try to learn some stuff and like people didn't seem to care that there were backing tracks it was totally fine um and where that used to be kind of a taboo and you never talked about it and you were you considered like milli vanilli or something now it's okay and you can make it part of your your sound and um uh it's it's just a better maybe a better oral oral experience for the listener yeah, yeah. um and it's not an oral experience. yeah it's not an oral experience <laughs> but it could be. yeah um ones with your ear yeah yeah and um so that being said got me thinking i can play hawthorne live with the strings that we we recorded by you know using the track and don't have to bring a string section out because it just doesn't make you know much sense to try to do that um in a club or whatever absolutely Uh, on the hollywood bowl sure um and uh you know, I don't know. I'm not supposed to say this would be obvious, but Weezer's going to use tracks for the first time tomorrow for our new song "Feels Like Summer" because there's so much going on. You um, yeah. and and it kind of is is a cool sound. You know, it's using a computer like an instrument, and I think that's where music's headed. And and that's okay as long as you you know have the human element involved. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, still, you're still actually there. We're still performing. On a the, the, we're yeah. performing. You know, the, the guitar parts and the singing and all that. Um, there's just too much going on to handle it all. Yeah. And it's actually extremely challenging. Yeah. There's a lot imagine. of syncopation. Uh, playing one. That means like playing one rhythm against a different rhythm. Playing one rhythm on the guitar while you're singing a different rhythm. Yeah. Um, without much. Uh, <laughs> practice time yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean you, it's at the end of the day that people just want it to sound good they right? just want you know? it to sound good so. and you want it to sound good for yeah. them absolutely yeah. so that's the key yeah well awesome well brian bell has been great great chatting it's with great you um uh, any final thoughts for our listeners anything you want to say about the upcoming record or just anything at all any thoughts yeah. out of the, out of the out of the wilderness no. not really <laughs> i think i think the record will speak for itself and i hope people enjoy it and um you know keep supporting music and 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 exploring what's out there uh and creating it yourself right on man yeah create it yourself that's that's the key yeah if if that if this music and you know helps inspire and, and get ideas from that makes me really happy
ones with your ear, Anchorman style.